This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. This one goes out to John Beck. What's up, bitches? Welcome to the show. Um, thanks for coming. Coming up on the show today at 2.30, we have Brian Nash. You know Brian Nash, the former guitarist from Frankie Goes Hollywood. Uh, Lena, you know about Frankie Goes Hollywood, yeah, right? Yeah, lo- loads of it. You know loads all about, all about remember, Frankie Goes I've got all of their albums. Yeah, I had to Google him. I had to Google him because he's only 14. <laughs> And at 3.15, we have Tony Hannon on the telephone, author, uh, editor, publisher, Tony Hannon, who will be talking about his book, Underdogs, um, which is a genuinely fantastic book as well. Uh, but he'll be chatting to us at Also, at some point during the show today, Death to the Producer. We'll be playing our new game, Death to the Producer, where we you will perhaps know that Jacob is producing today because Natalie is still dead. And Jacob will be sacrificed, uh, possibly to a god of our choosing. Do you have any in mind, Lena, that you'd like to... Any a god gods. you'd like to offer a sacrifice to? I thought they were to. all dead, weren't they? Or the gods. Yeah, no, but they accept yeah, yeah, sacrifices yeah. and we're going to kill okay. Jacob. that sounds good. Think of a god. Okay. <laughs> On Fubar Radio. Hello there, welcome to the show. Started now. Um, Lena, how I've are you? I've got a god. You've got Do a god. Yeah, god. yeah, I'm listening. Aslan. Aslan yeah. from The Lion, the Witch, yeah, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. He's got a really good, like, stone slate okay. that breaks in half. So we, should, well. so we could sacrifice yeah, Jacob, will like that. Jacob to yeah, something Aslan. Something poetic about it. How about that, Jacob? Oh, look, yeah. Jacob's. What, what was he offering there? And the ice cream. Jacob, we're just saying we're going to sacrifice you to Aslan. All of his sons will survive, it's fine. Love him, love him, big fan is what he's just saying. You know, when you feel like, even though the, the, it's a weird thing thing to feel like the producer that you don't want <laughs> can't be asked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, I mean, there, there is nothing right about this situation like, at all. <laughs> I don't there's want him. It's a bit more tragic than unrequited, you know? This is quite nice, really. At least you agree. This is you the first day you've, you've met Jacob because yeah. it's pre record, so you've yeah, only met yeah. him today. And, and what, what, what do you think he, of he him? Great. Are he's he fucking high. Are you crazy? He's, he's got a great hat. He's not he looks like he's hat. running like a golf buggy or something. That hat is to disguise a shit haircut he had four weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe it's to keep And he's still wearing in. it. Take your hat off, Jacob. See, he won't do it. He's got little stripy socks on. <laughs> he looks like Nosferatu's gone on a burgling fucking spree. It's like, he's the most ridiculous human being I've ever, ever had the misfortune to come across. Not like that. There you go. 
And, but, um, see, I don't know the power of producers, you see, so I'm scared to displease them. They no, he's, he's got no power. No, they can't cut you off. No, he has got no power. Please don't fall for that. He has got no power. What if he's no wired power. the headphones with electric shocks, like... I can't rule technology. that out. I, exactly. I, I cannot rule that out. We don't know what's going to happen. No, he's a fucking maniac. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that he won't follow you home. I'm, I'm, I can't promise you any of that at all. What I will say to you is, do not afford him any respect at all. Okay, that's cool. In this building, I'm, and I'm shocked at you, <laughs> genuinely, because I thought very highly of you. And well, I'm, I'm shocked the, that you would misjudge the thing someone is, that Ian, way. Is, is that I'm really susceptible to cult mentality. So as long as I'm within that's a true. structure, yeah, yeah. I will bow to the authority within the structure. I, whatever, I, I understand whatever that. it is. You started telling us last week about this, and I, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about some more because I, I, I find it quite. An, haven't you done? You spoke about it on YouTube and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your channel on YouTube? Um, just kiss my frog. Was, why? Why? Um, aptly named after my MSN name. Is that <laughs> I was what it 14. is? That yeah, what it is? genuinely. <laughs> and where did it come from? When um, you were 14? I thought it was funny because it sounded like the um, catchphrase from Bart Simpson, but obviously it wasn't. What? Don't have a cow mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? What catchphrase? Just kiss my ass. Is that a Bart Is that Simpson? Is that Simpson? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't recall Bart Simpson's famous catchphrase, just kiss my ass. <laughs> I mean, I know that the Simpsons has from time to time pushed the envelope, but I don't think they went. The thing is, the thing is, at fourteen was like I actually wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons. All right, so you presumed that his his catchphrase was just kiss my ass. The thing is, like Ned Flanders was was apparently a very like like an unfounded representation of Christianity. Right. Okay. 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 Was there? Was there? Did you have like grief about that in the Christian community? (laughs) No, I had grief about it at school because I couldn't fit in. Did they call you Flanders? A little bit. I mean, I don't want to bring... My fave thing, my fave thing. I don't want to like, trigger you, but that's I fucking hilarious. <laughs> I know. Um, my favourite thing was like um, uh, I used to be really into the sound of music. I can't okay. know if you can tell by my cool like sense of dress yeah, and yeah, just yeah. like general yeah. demeanour about the world. But yeah. I really like the sound of music. And um, the thing was, um, they used to turn it off before the Nazis came. So they get married, right? I don't know if you've seen it. Right. Get married, she's turned it off. So that's what I thought it ended. Seen... And I was like, brilliant. One day they went out. And the tape kept rolling. And right. I was like, what the fuck? The Nazis? Really? Really? <laughs> yeah, genuinely, to a nine-year-old, I was like, what? So were you overprotected? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah, yeah. I've seen The Sound Definitely. of Mucus, which is Count Arthur Strong's latest oh, tour. Oh, sounds hot. It was amazing. Yeah. I went to see it last week. For the dairy intolerant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really, really funny. <laughs> they sound like soy milk in the merch So stand. tell me about this cult that you were in. Um, well, I wasn't in a cult. I was just—I used to be like well, a very you're in a cult. You, evangelical that, that's Christian. Your word. That's your, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. quoting back to you what you said to me. Um, I was a bit of an evangelical Christian. And what did you do? How did that manifest itself? Um, I was a youth worker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> giggle. It's quite funny. Um, and I used to run like this thing at my school called Juiced. Right. Which was a cult, and it was like it was like basically we didn't like the Christian Union, so we thought we'd start our own thing, and okay. it was non-denominational. No more. And we thought non-denominational <laughs> without denomination. Um, so yeah, and we used to like we used to be in some bands. Right. One was called the Descendants. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I'm thoroughly Are you googling this. pictures of no? no I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm trying I'm trying nerd to Flanders, get some. I'm, yeah, were you called Nerd yeah. Flanders? I'm gonna, I, now you know that Triggered. I've got to call you that for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's fair. Nerd Flanders. That's awful. No, no wonder you've ended up just marrying the first man you've met. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was short no lived. Short lived. No wonder um, you're thinking so, yeah. about marrying this bloke you've known for four months. <laughs> you're in a state of complete arrested development. You're emotionally yeah, yeah, yeah. stunted. <laughs> I'm just looking for leadership is what it is and just yeah. wandering around going who's going to tell me what to do yeah so you pick someone with less followers than you on, on YouTube yeah exactly um, I just like the power I'm, okay hang on a second um, 
I'm, do you know what? I'm, 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 we're coming back to this. I'm going to put okay, a song because I, I might have sorted something out here that I wanted to. If I'm it's gonna, Spirit in the Sky. No, 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 no. No, no, no it's <laughs> not a song. No, 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 it's, it's something I want to chat to. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put on Caravan of Love by the House Martins, <laughs> which is sort of a middle I'm area. Yeah. It's yeah, one of the House Martins. That. Do you know who the House Martins are? No. No, of course you don't. You didn't know Frankie and Solid would Uh They were uh, precursors to the Beautiful South. You had a Beautiful South? Yeah. You've not, have you? A little bit. You fucking Philistine. <laughs> um, I was born in the 90s, Ian. Well, look, they were a huge band. They were actually, well, going, if they were huge enough, how have I heard of them? Because they were a huge indie band. They were like going for three they years and then they became the beautiful South. the mainstream or well, lasted more than years. The point of matter is they went through a, like a Christian period is what they went through. You asked me if Shakira was white earlier. I don't know. I wouldn't know Shakira if I was pissing on her. But anyway. That's, the, that's why this friendship is beautiful. Is the house moments. <laughs> Back in a second. House Martins, Caravan of Love. I used to sing that. Um, I used to work with my granddad in a butcher shop. My granddad was a master butcher and I used to sing it. Um, I used to stand outside the shop singing Caravan of Love. Don't know what that was. (laughs) There's a lot of these tracks on here that I've worked out that they've been ripped from somewhere else. That somewhere, yeah. somewhere along the line, some past employer here has ripped something from another channel and has left a little tag left on the end. Bye, Lissy. Bye. I hope you feel better. Lissy's just leaving at the moment. She's not, been, she's not been very well today. Um, I'm joined now on the line by a surprise guest. Surprise. Uh, which is Barry Dodds. Are you there, mate? Hiya. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell, you're straight <laughs> in, are you? Hiya. Hiya, mate. What do you want? <laughs> um, I'm here with Lena today. You've not met Lena, have you? No, I've never met. Hi, Lena. Hi, Barry. There we go. That's, that's what a great name. Lightning strikes. Don't take the piss out of his name. <laughs> a, I'm just saying it's a great name. But that sounded sarcastic. It's, it's homely. I like it. Mate, I'm Barry. Sorry. Barry. Oh, nah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the point she was making. Mate. <laughs> oh, really? Sounds okay. like a character on Creature Comforts. He's a Do lovely, he's a lovely boy. And <laughs> nothing is his fault. Sorry, Barry. Um, <laughs> I've been in war- warned you're about to insult me, so I thought I'd go. No, first. no, he won't insult you. He won't insult you at all. Uh, well, uh, no, actually, <laughs> I've just made well, a pro- I've just made a promise that life can't keep. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you will or not, but I, that's not the intention. I'm of this. hoping for it. The reason I called you, Barry. Right. Um, it's because Lena here has just been telling us about uh, when she was an evangelical Christian in her youth. All oh, right, yeah. Look at that straight I'm away. Still in straight my away. youth, Ian. Still in my youth. Right, in, in her more youth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adolescent. No, she des- she described it kind of like a cult to me. Right. But she's since reneged on that. She said it's not a cult. Um, but it reminded me that you used to be an evangelical Christian as well. <laughs> sort of by default, I got dragged along with this church. That is the definition right. of cult. Well, what, what I thought it occurred to me that the only time we've had this conversation was on a private broadcast, so it's never been out yeah, in the well, public. Yeah. And I, I didn't know whether you'd feel comfortable. Um, by the way, learning the lessons that I told you about the last time you discussed this, I should I should point out straight away. Oh, all oh, right. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> okay. n- not not leaving in the things that I had to cut out of the one we recorded last time. <laughs> Don't just say okay. them again now, because now it is on the radio. Okay. Um, but I thought we could just chat about that because I think it's something that's not really known about you that you used to be a like, little god botherer. I wasn't really a god botherer as such, but I was no, born you, out you, with a girl. You, you were bothering God, and you continue to do so. <laughs> 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 um, I knew a girl I was going out with a girl and she got involved with the church and I sort of got oh, dragged so it along ruse. it was a ruse it was a ruse yeah oh, wow. but then we we split up um, but I'd already paid to go away to this thing called uh, it was called Easter People I'm just going to stop you there for a second Barry because um, yeah. I think we'd all like to hear the story about how you spl- why you split up friends like these 
<laughs> about, the, about about the play in the church. I think I'd like to hear about that. All oh, right, um, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, the well, play in the church. Did you play the donkey and she was Mary? What do you mean? You're here. Okay. No, they were they were doing this sort of like play thing. It was rubbish. Um, <laughs> oh, honestly, it was awful. It was How old were like you? The, How old were you? Fifteen. Is there crime happening where 15, you are? Fifteen. Fifteen. And how old was she? Same sort of age. Yeah, same sort of age. Yeah. Okay, so a fifteen-year-old was doing a play in a church. That even well, now. She was. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even now, as a thirty-seven, call it forty-year-old man, that you thirty-six. <laughs> you even now are saying it was rubbish. <laughs> Oh, it was awful. Yeah, but let's not review this like it's on the West End. It's you know, the, it, it was a fifteen-year-old in a play. Right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. there were like older older people from the church were involved in it as well. And often they happens. Often happens in the church. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we we split up, and I, I went along, and I was. Um, what did I do? I think I got pissed and heckled. <laughs> <laughs> got, got pissed up with a bit Phil in Sunnyside Park, and then went out and. Uh, um, yeah, I got that fucking place. Just, just <laughs> yeah. I yeah. bet they all prayed for you that night. Well, they forgave me. They took me to the thing called Easter tea. People. Yeah, Easter people. One then struck you to get get the devil out. <laughs> <laughs> Easter people. Is that like Spring Harvest? Have you heard of that one? You weren't. Know. Oh, there's loads of them. New wine. You great know. one. Soul Survivor. You've missed out, Barry. Wasn't really. Easter people at Blackpool? Is that right? I remember that right. It was uh, one was in Blackpool. Um, I went to one in Blackpool and two in Bournemouth. Right. So three years I did this for. Yep. Um, the first one I went along because I thought I was going to hate it, but I'd split up with this girl. And did you know what? She, that girl got off with somebody. Um, she ended up getting married at sixteen Still to angry. somebody from the church. Still angry. Weird. Furious. <laughs> I was thinking about him before. He was a bright prick as well. Yep. Yep. Angry, um, angry about it. <laughs> But no, honestly, I went to the first one. I thought I'm going to hate this, and it was all like I've gone to like lectures and things like that, and like listening to people talk about God and all that. But I met this lad called Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, just very quickly, what happened to Ginger in later life? Ginger went to prison because <laughs> um, of a road ra- rage incident. He, ba- he basically he, he had a bit of a bit of an argument with a bloke and drove his car through him. Mm. Um, which I, killed him. Which, which we've all done. Well, Ginger <laughs> might have got away with it, but he decided to represent himself in court, which was a very bad idea. But what Ginger thought would help his chances was uh, he got ordained as a vicar on the internet, something which I recently tried to do as yeah. well, and I've lost 35 quid on that because my things haven't turned up. What do you mean you've lost, th- you'd lost 35 quid even if they had turned up, you fucking idiot? You'd, you'd, you'd no, lost but, it anyway. No, but I haven't got my documents now, have I? Oh no, you have to cancel all them weddings you've been booked for. <laughs> it's not made any difference to your life. No one was going to have you as a vicar. I think someone on Twitter was. You can not when it became him. a reality. <laughs> so he, he had himself ordained and then represented so himself he, in court. He got, he got himself ordained and represented himself in court. You can, this is what, if, if, if this sounds ridiculous, I promise you can Google this. This is on the internet. This There's a photograph like of him walk, walking into radio. court dressed as a vicar. <laughs> Think how many um, great stories there are. Um, so yeah, depressing. he went in and I don't think it went very well and he went to prison. So, you went off to Christian Camp? Yeah, hated it. Were Met. you, can I ask you, were you uh, a believer at that point? Were you, was it something you were into? Were you, were you a Christian yourself? 
sort of willing to go along with it because, yeah. you know, as I've said to you in the past, you know, I've got beliefs in the afterlife. And, yeah. Do you ever take an alpha course? Do you know what those are? Yes. Alpha oh, course. Did. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's like for, week one. Nah, I wasn't who is Jesus? <laughs> week two. Who is Christ? <laughs> They don't want to half drag it out, do they? You didn't do them, did you not, mate? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do well, them. Well, it shows, it... Barry. It shows. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, so we. So I met Ginger, and um, the, my church hated him because they thought he was leading me astray, which, in fairness, he was. But I didn't want to sit and watch all these stupid talks and things like that. So someone from the church said, look, they're looking for, for volunteers to help um, set up one of the big shows, sort of like a stagehand sort of thing. And that's when I met Ginger, because we're setting up the stage for Cannon and Ball. Um, and um, yeah. and he just made me laugh more than anyone I've ever met. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and, and that's saying something when Cannon and Ball were in the building. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've not asked Bobby about that, but I will ask him about it. Say, do you remember that day when the ginger lad just had everyone laughing and you just couldn't follow him? <laughs> that ginger ask him vicar. About it. Ask him about when he did the gig in Bournemouth and his backstage rider was missing. You might remember that because we nicked all our sandwiches. Right. Um, but then it was weird. I think you had to I be felt, there. <laughs> I, I watched the gig. And um, yeah, they prayed for me after. Yeah, well, that worked. Sat down in the dressing room. Yeah, <laughs> really bizarre. But yeah, I had a great time. And what, what what was the attraction of going there? Why did you want to go? What was girls? Just 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 uh, girls were really easy to get on with. Right, <laughs> easy to get on with. Well, here's the thing. So I've got I've got Lena here, who I guess you were kind of part of that sort of thing. You would I have was. been involved in that sort of thing. So would you have considered yourself an, an easy <laughs> easy to get I on was... with kind of girl at that point? <laughs> I was definitely. <laughs> what I would ask you to both do. So here's, here's what I'd ask you to both do. Okay, yeah. at the moment, it's it's within living memory. This. So I'd ask you, Lena, to remember the person you were at that point mm-hmm. and try and revisit her. Barry, I would ask you to remember the person you were at that point and try and revisit him. And I'd right. li- I'd like to hear how this worked. I presume were you the proactive in this, Barry? Were you were you the approacher? Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. We're well, sort of. I was sort of like in because Ginger was really confident. I'll so be. I'll be Ginger. Like I'll be Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Ginger. So what did what did Ginger do? How did Ginger break the ice? He just sort of walk up to him and go, "Hi, yeah, you're right." And they'd be like, oh, "Hello." I can do that. Because that's, that. that's the thing with Christians. You can just. What we'll see. We'll see. Say hello to him. What we'll see. We'll see if that's the case. That's a beautiful quote, mate. That's the thing with Christians. You can just say hello to them. <laughs> They're not yeah, allowed to be rude yeah. back. They're just thinking. Not like it. them Satanists who just won't have any what? pleasantries. Being a being a public Christian was kind of like constantly being in, on the customer service desk okay. for God. So you have okay. to always be nice to people, even if in your head you want to fucking. Well, let's kill try, them. No, try it now. It's role play. Okay, go on. So we're back in whatever year it was, ninety whatever. Okay. Don't say ninety whatever. I'm Ginger. Uh, it was ninety-seven. Fine. I'm can, seven can years do. old then. That's all right. Even That's all right. Barry's Barry's already agreed to this. I'm legal in some countries. Oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. May. Yeah. Barry, she's seven. Just deal with it. All right. <laughs> Again, it, not after last week. It's no. not. It's it's not unusual. This in the church. It's not. A, it's not weird for them. <laughs> right. You ready? She's seventeen. We we agree. All right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fine. Right. Seventeen. Okay. Here we go. I'm Ginger, right? All right, you okay? Hi. Hi there, you're right. Are you okay? Do you have a minute to speak about God? Um, I don't personally because the car's running. Oh no, but you know, can't, <laughs> gotta go and mow some fucker car. down. <laughs> right. Um, this hi, yeah, hello. I'm Barry. Oh, hey, Barry. How are you? 
I'm all right. I'm all right. Did you say you're going to one of the um, one of the talks? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm really excited to hear about, you know, the light and stuff. This is like when Tom Cruise arrived with Dustin Hoffman at the casino. You're fucking straight in there then, (laughs) weren't you? Yeah. Just calm down. Oh, all right. Yeah. He's gone to the bar to get me some diluted orange juice in a really shit plastic cup. There you go. Right. Now, now, Barry, now, go for it. There's a window. Go. Uh, Hi. So you've got one of these talks. Um, Listen, there's a load of us are going underneath the pier. Um, and Ginger can get served because you've got ID. So, um, and a fucking beard. <laughs> when you say served, does that mean like a server? You know, and you stand and then I'm the person that gives out the wafers. That's what a server is. Is he going to? No, is he going to be not. served like that? I can get served in the off license, like fags and. Um, oh, an uh, off license? Is that where they don't have a license? Is that why it's called an off? Like, sounds illegal to me. Yeah, I'll tell you all. About, I'll tell you about it under the pier. Right, Jesus, you got any mates? <laughs> <laughs> He's in the He's mates. Literally just left. I'm just it looking. Immediately auditioned you. Went right. Fuck this one. Have you got yeah, any right, mates? Bring them. Keep going, mate. This is a honestly a fascinating insight to, to both of you. Go on. Right. Carry on. So you coming? I mean, I I could. I've just got to grab my bible. Have you seen it? Um, there's loads knocking around. Um, we'll, for, we'll, we'll, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> First rule of improv, Barry, don't shut me down. No, he's, no it's not even improv. <laughs> he's, just, he's just telling the truth. Okay. It's just, I'm, I just want to no, hear no, how exactly he grooms. Hang on, what, what's a grooming? You, what, you told people there were loads of Bibles under the pier? Come down there. <laughs> it wasn't, the Bible wasn't we'll, the lure, we'll for want of a better word. Were, were the Bibles under the pier, Barry? No, but we Right, so, you, so you're lying, aren't you? Yeah. You're lying to get them under the pier? <laughs> yeah. That's grooming. <laughs> There's definitely, like, a bread and fishes joke here about vaginas. I can't quite get hold of it. <laughs> but it's slipping away from me, but I feel like... Are you like... going to go under the pier with him or not? Are you going to go with him? Uh, I suppose so. Okay, right. You, you're, right. On, you're on your yeah, way to the know. pier now, Barry. Um, Alright, so, um, where are you from? I'm from Cov. Sorry, Coventry. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's where Lady uh, Godiva's from, the naked one. Although she was who? naked for a just cause. Lady Godiva. Have you heard of her? I know the name, but... <laughs> Can't put a face to a name. <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this all right. is why I was a virgin until I was, like, 20. Seriously. No, uh, do, do you know what? At the moment, it's not you that's failing. <laughs> what? So you don't know who Lady Godiva was, Barry? No. Okay, well, go on. Let's go. She See. was the woman from the history with the tits out. Remember? She like, Lady Godiva. That's the song from your era. Like, Lady Godiva. Have a night. Have a night. Have you? That one. <laughs> I don't know it. Oh, is that Queen? Missing out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Oh, yeah. right. That's maybe where I've heard of her. No, <laughs> I don't know what she did. She got her tits out. That's the whole story. Oh, right. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you enjoying the... Uh... Oh, that was a long pause, wasn't it? I, I wanted to know which way you were going to go then, mate. I thought you'd seen an opening. <laughs> the problem is I talk too much. That's the issue. Well, this ba- one seems like hard Barry, work. I'd like... <laughs> <laughs> but it's all you've got, oh, mate. Man. This is all you've got. You've just titled my autobiography. <laughs> this one seems like hard work. Right. You've got to go with it now, man. You've, right. you, you've already committed her. I know, but she's talking about history and things like that. Right. What do you think about predestination, talk- Barry? What do you think? Do you think we're all like God's predestined us all to go in a certain way, or do you think free will is it like an actual legit thing? 
I'm, at it's this not, moment, mate, I'm interested to in how you're going to go from this to getting your end away. I'm de- I, I, I can't wait to see there how you work There was a thing about destiny there. You could have yeah. been like, no, yeah. predestined to... What do you think of predestination, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of... Oh, I don't know anything about that. No. I don't know. I've, I've Barry, got, Barry, I'll be honest, Barry, I'll, Barry, what? in your sinister life, there was an opportunity there. You could have said, I absolutely believe in predestination, which is that your life is mapped out for you and, and will happen that way regardless of what happens. Mm. And since okay? God likes men more than women, he's told me you yeah. should come under the peer so with me. So you could say that she is predestined to come under the peer with you. Right, okay. Um, yeah, she's destined to come under this peer. Yeah, oh, oh fucking hell, this if is you know Patrick I mean. Swayze. Yeah, no, that's amazing, mate, the way you charmed her then. <laughs> Nobody puts baby under the peer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see what Lena's response is. Um, well, I, I suppose if God's told you so, I can't really can't really dispute it, can I? This is going to be amazing. Nah. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> Come on. Have you read the book of so- Song of Solomon, Barry? <laughs> That's the proper rude one. I don't think I've even read a book at that age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Keep trying, mate. You're not under the pier yet. Well, hurry up. You're lagging. Um... <laughs> Uh, I've obviously had too much communion wine. <laughs> there you go, mate. There's another little. There's, you know there's another we window. Bought bo- we bought a bottle of that at Easter people, right? And uh, and didn't know it was non-alcoholic. It was, I, I downed half of it. It was absolutely rank. It's oh like non. It's like undiluted Ribena vial. <laughs> okay, um, but it's perhaps not something you should be bringing taste. up at the moment, mate. You're supposed to be going in for the killer. <laughs> right. Um, are you single? I am. I am single. Smashing. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in a relationship with Jesus right now. Um, because obviously there should be three people in a relationship. Have you heard of the triangle theory, oh. right? Where it's like, you're here, right? And then I'm right beside you. But then really, and like, you know, and then there's Jesus right at the top. And we put, we start getting closer together. Jesus gets farther, further away. That's just geometry. So if we both try and get closer to God, we will automatically become nearer to each other. Do you get it? It's like a triangle. You took it seriously. <laughs> but this is, this is what you've ended up with tonight, mate. This is the one you zeroed in on. I don't one? think I'm worth it. But you're committed now, mate. You're already halfway to the pier. What are you going to do? Are you going to turn back or are you going to just go with what you've got? Why I'm going to go and talk to Ginger. <laughs> All right, here I come. See how he's getting Here I come, here I come, here I come. You all right, Buzz? All right, mate. Again, on. What's yours like? Say again? What's your one's like? Fucking amazing, man. We've been under the pier, we've been under the pier for the last 40 minutes. No liquid left in my body. At <laughs> <laughs> what point out, nothing sexual happened underneath that, the that, pier. That, that say wasn't choppy till we got under there. <laughs> He's been baptising. Yeah. <laughs> Doing great, mate. She's got a mate, apparently. She says her mate's going to come down. Oh, right. Oh, brilliant. Um, I've got this one who's on about threesomes with God and things like that. <laughs> Pretty sure she's a lesbian anyway. That's all right, man. She's an attractive girl. Are you going to go with it? Um, I don't mean it. I don't mean she's it. I mean, are you going to go with the situation? <laughs> well, cool. I, I probably wouldn't have. I, 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 I didn't... Do you know what? There was only one year where I got off with somebody the rest of the time. I just like talking to girls. Right. And did you like talking to this girl? She's all right. <laughs> a bit big on the Jesus Mixed thing. Mixed review. <laughs> she's a bit, mm. bit... Yeah, she's. you're right. She's a bit big on the Jesus thing here at Jesus Camp. 
Yeah, but we were sort of targeting the people who clearly have been dragged along with their parents. Target is an interesting word, isn't it, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting word to use, isn't it, in this situation, that you were targeting people. That's it. That's interesting. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'll, t- I'll take a picture of us all under the pier. It was brilliant. Oh, because we got arrested. We got arrested under the pier. Um, what? what? Well, real life always still playing. <laughs> no, that's real life. Who um, got arrested? All of us. For what? Thinking, underage. <laughs> they let us go. Have you got they a criminal go. record? <laughs> They took they took all the cans of us and, and poured them away, and we were like, yeah, "Sorry, we're at this Christian festival." And we're like, "Yeah, well, what would you, your parents say about it and all that?" And I swear to God, no word of lie, the coppers posed for a photograph. We got a photograph with them. I've got still got the photo. Can you send me that? I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll send it across to you now. Okay. I mean, it's a brilliant day. Okay. Well, um, can you do me a favour? Yeah. I'm going to put a song on. Are you busy now, or can you talk for a little bit longer? I'm going to go and get me dinner in a minute. You can have your dinner while you're talking to me. <laughs> what are you having for your dinner? Chips. All right, you can eat chips, can't you, on the phone? Okay. <laughs> I need you to do me a favour, right? Because this bloke out of Frankie Goes to Hollywood hasn't turned up, and you know all about all them sort of gay bands from the 80s. All right. Oh, well, somebody's... <laughs> all right, that's why I'm getting run. Okay. No, 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 you're getting run over the Christian thing. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to put, I'm going to put a really fast song on. Okay. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to introduce you as the bloke out of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Get in character. I don't know anything about them. You don't need to, mate. Just pretend it's Erasure. Same, be, same answers. Um, alright. You've got free reign to improvise, but go and get your chips. It's fine. Stay on the phone, but go and get your chips. Right. Do you not want us to find this picture for you? It's not live, mate, so it's not It's not urgent. Oh, right. Oh, sorry, of course it isn't. Yeah, sorry. It's, um, it's pre-record, mate. Um, right, but okay. what I'm going to do, I'm going I'm to put on Everybody Backstreet's Back by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. I'm going to put that on, and I'm going to come back to you, and you are going to be just a, a bloke from Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Just blag it. Right, okay, right, will right? do. All right, cheers, Yeah, man. no problem. See you in a sec. See you shortly. Well done on your grooming. Good work. It wasn't grooming. Did you feel groomed, Lena? Not in the slightest. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Bizarrely, Barry, you've actually missed a genuine real life opportunity. That was Backstreet Boys, and uh, from one uh, boy band, I guess, to an- another sort of pioneering uh, part of the boy bands, we're joined now on the telephone by uh, Brian Nash, who is the former guitarist, of course, from Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Are you there, Brian? Hey, mate. You're right, man. Hey, Brian. Yeah, not too bad. Oh, you've lost your Scouse accent. Yeah, I've, um, I've relocated <laughs> to uh, the, the Northeast. Have you? Okay, lovely. He's a classy. Yeah. He's also part of cult mentality. He's just acclimatised to his environment. That's nice. Well, it's, it, thanks for joining us, man. I do appreciate it. It's all right. Um, I, I guess we're, we're, before we start talking about your new album, I guess we should be speaking about about Frankie Goes to Hollywood, about how that was, because it was quite a, a, I guess, baptism of fire, wasn't it? You know, because of course you, your first single was banned. Yeah, banned by the BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? Um, I think it was because... Um, Surely you know. I think it's because we're on about drugs or something. Right, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was that. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it was. No, I don't think it was. I think it was to do with um, the use of the word cum. Oh, 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 yeah, that was it. Yeah, I remember now, yeah. 
Yeah. You remember the song now? Yeah, yeah. Was uh, it you who wrote the lyric about swallowing and biting? Was that you? No, that was um, no, that was the other one. No, you um, say that, but you came up with it in a circle. The, the other, didn't sorry, you? the other what? <laughs> The the, uh, the other bloke who's in the band with us. Just just two of you, was there? Yeah. You thinking of Erasure? <laughs> Mate, that's all I've got. No, you're doing really well, Keith. No, sorry, sorry. Um, well, I mean, it was it was a huge song, wasn't it? Relax. It was like it, you know, despite the ban, it still it was a number one, and it's still you know, it's, it's still hugely remembered now. How? What's your relationship with that song now? What do you feel about? It? Are you still very proud of it? Um. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, a, it was a big deal for us. And, you know, I still see people wearing the T-shirts now. Um, of course, it was the yeah, Frankie Sage Relax and all that, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really big, really big. Yeah. Um, but, um, like, me, me and um, Frank, um, we had no idea what was going <laughs> to come Sorry, Frank, really. no, Barry. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was Holly Johnson. No, no, one was called, oh, no one was called Frank in the band. God. Same as the lead singer of a Wham wasn't called Wham Michael. <laughs> I think they missed a trick there, just, it's, it's just, It was just the name of the band mate It was called. It was Holly Johnson right, Alright yeah um, Yeah Holly's doing alright He's um, you know he's, he's took a bit of a break it's from the music re- industry Relative really isn't it How, how alright he's doing But he's doing surprisingly alright um, Oh yeah I, I think I might have heard he was ill Oh might you have heard that <laughs> I mean, we don't stay in touch much these days, oh, okay, you know, the enough, uh, like yeah. Facebook message and that, but, um, you know. Mm. You can get oversaturated by people, can't you? You can, yeah, yeah. to the point where you forget their name. What, um... <laughs> Uh, do you, when you gig now, because I, I, I presume you still—I uh, guess you wouldn't be able to not perform "Relax" when you when you do your gigs now. But is that—is it a song you're tired of, or do you actually do, are, are you still very? Um, like I say, you're probably proud of the song, but uh, you know when you perform it now, how what what's the sort of the feeling when you do that? I guess like have you heard of Erasure? Um, yeah, the brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they I guess they're most famous for a little respect. Really? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they've done lots, lots of great songs, but that's what they'd be most famous for. But and I often wonder what the, how they feel when they go into that song now, whether they're tired of it or whether they're just, you know, what, what's your feeling with relax in, in relation to that? Um, probably the same as them in that it sort of feels, you know, it's it's the song that gets everyone going. It's the mm. song that gets everyone singing along. So it's, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a great, great feeling when everyone joins in. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's a pleasure to, to perform it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, well, I've got a little treat for you, mate. Um, yeah. I've actually got a karaoke version of it here. So uh, what I thought we could do is we could. Just, um, oh no! I no, mean, no, 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 no. I, I don't. Just it's already started. It's already started, mate. Um, so if you could just sort of start us off and just you know, oh, no. we can all we can all enjoy you. Um, Did you not learn anything when you lost all those listeners when Jacob was singing? Uh, I'm not sure that's oh. how you should intro this song, but you know, just just, just give it a crap, mate. Know it. Just hang on a second, because that well, that, that this is the actual version of it, Barry, that I'm playing now. Oh, okay, right. Right, so you now you've heard what you've got to do. Here's the karaoke one. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a, a real coup for Foobar this is. We've got Brian Nash, the former guitarist of Franco Against Hollywood. Obviously, Frankie's not here. Um, he's going to be performing uh, as far as he can get with Relax, their famous song. Let's go. I actually hate Frankie Goes to Hollywood now. Barry? I'm just waiting for it to kick in. Alright. Now. Don't do it when you want to go do it. Relax. 
come do it when you want to come. Relax, come do it. It's good, it's good so far. Come do it when you want to come. <laughs> okay, come on, you're at Student Union, you've got 300 freshers, let's get them going. That, that is as much as I know. Okay, well, I'm not sure you're. Neighbours are looking at it. <laughs> come on! Relax. Get him going, well, get him going. Want to go do it. Relax, don't do it. When you want to go. That was wonderful. Hey, hey. Oh, lovely, lovely. That's uh, Brian Nash there performing a bit from that. So anyway, thanks. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. So we're going to talk about your new album now. It's um, uh, four, three, two, one. Open the vein. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how? So how was it now? How does it different? How are you uh, approaching this differently from when you were in Frankie Goes Hollywood? What sort of what sort of vibe is this album? Oh, I think our maturity is just showing through. Right, you know, I'd um, argue that. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't I turned up, by the way? I've, I've got no idea. We literally can't get in touch with your PR or anything like that. You're just, uh, you know, off the grid. Right. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't <laughs> like to speculate on what's happened on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Why, is he, is he the ill one? <laughs> no, no, but I'm not suggesting that he's died <laughs> on, his, on his way here. No, I, I don't know if he's ill or Never not, know. Brian Nash. I know that Holly Johnson has had... Um, I don't know if it's full-blown AIDS, but it's certainly been HIV positive for, like, 30 years now, I think it is. A long time. Yeah, it's not the death sentence it was, though, is it? No, not at all, not at all, but keep it light. Um, oh, sorry. <coughs> so, uh, Brian, yeah, what's it called? Um, so, Brian, I don't... Needle in the vein. I don't... Yeah, no, it's not called no, Needle no. in the vein, mate. It's called... <laughs> it's called... As far as I can see, it's called 4321 Open the Vein. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very good. Available now. Um, all good record shops, HMV. It's quite a long Amazon. title. I don't know if it's very shareable. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it feels a bit laborious. Quite a brutal image. Did you have well, any other like B list like stuff that you were going to call the album? Oh, that's good. Go on. Because <laughs> yeah, look, it's um, not like we've only got 140 characters in this world. You must have you know one word. So, open the vein is the lead single from the album. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what other titles did you have in mind for the album? Oh, I mean, you know, lots. Um, was, um, Ruse um, <laughs> was uh, one, of, one, of, one of the titles. Why? Um, why? I don't know. I just, just like the sound of it. Um, <laughs> the lead, actually, I found out the, the lead single name is XO. Oh, really? oh, right, yeah, yeah, What does yeah. that mean? Um, I'll play the song and find out. Kisses and hugs, it. isn't it? XO. XO, XO, Gossip Girl. I mean, I could play the song, but I'd, uh, again, I, I would like you to sing along with it if, you, if I was going to play your song. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to play your song, but I think that really you should... Uh, <laughs> as we've got you here anyway, it, it seems bizarre to, to waste that opportunity. I <sighs> Did you, did Do you know you? what? I feel sorry for Miles. On I understand. <laughs> um, no, I just thought um, I, I can't find it on the system, Jacob. By the way, I don't know where it is. I've, I've typed in XO, but I've got nothing come up. Um, well, listen, if you can't find that, um, I'll find uh, it. Oh, I'll I'll find, oh, oh, I will fucking find it. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a, a new single out um, called um, "Love You to the Sky." Um, really good. Out next week. Whack that on. Is that Erasure? 
Yeah, I, I sort of worked on the lyrics with them. Did they not like stink up the one show with that though? I've got mixed opinions on that. <laughs> You really? You're sounding like a politician at this point. I didn't, I didn't see it. Barry's a big fan of Erasure. Barry Dodds, who's obviously not with us, we're speaking to Brian Nash at the moment. But um, yeah. Barry Dodds is a big fan of Erasure, and uh, he was he was worried the other day because Erasure were on the one show, and he, he called me in the day and said he was worried about them because they were under-rehearsed. And I was like, yeah. are, you, are you fucking, are you their manager? What, what, are, you, what are you worried about? Um, I, don't, I don't know what happened on the one show. Did you, did you happen to see that, Brian? Did you see a Heroes um, I saw the start where they sang a little bit of a, a little respect, mm. and it was, um, yeah, they, they shouldn't be doing that on the telly. Oh. Yeah. Big fan, big fan. Yeah. You can always count on your like, super fans to stand by you Isn't as you weird? age. It's so weird. It is I so weird. They've got their tea towels and stuff. He claims to be their biggest fan, but he slags them off so much. <laughs> I don't. It's but the new album's brilliant. It's you just, just you publicly know, said that you had mixed feelings about them singing their most famous song on BBC One. <laughs> Go and listen to it. You'll understand. Just toe the fucking line, though, man. It doesn't matter. Just toe the line. But anyway, Brian, back to uh, you. Sorry. Hello. What other? So you had Ruse. What other titles did you have? I was thinking of uh, the word fly. Uh, I thought you know it sounded you know very you know open. Yeah, very fly. you know, open fly. fly. Yeah, fly or sly. Just thinking about open flies. Wow, some things never leave you, do they, not Brian? Sly on the fly. <laughs> it was just a fly in the kitchen yeah. eating me dinner, which I'm meant to be. Yeah, sly. yeah, that's all right, mate. You know, I'm, I've got no problem with you eating your dinner while you're talking to us. Uh, well, what I'm going to do, Brian, because you've been uh, and genuinely, we're really, really grateful for you joining us. Um, I'm going to play your new single, XO. I would like you to stay on the line and sing along with it. I'll put it on a slightly lower volume so you can sing along with it. Um, don't worry, it's only four minutes twenty long, but we are going to do the whole thing. Um, if you agree to this, Brian, yeah, I've have you heard of Barry Dodds? I've heard of him, yeah. Okay, so for people that don't know, Barry Dodds co-presents the Parapod with me, the the, the podcast about ghosts, which may we could talk available now on iTunes. We could talk about that all day because Nat's not here. Um, <laughs> but if you yeah, I thought I was meant to be banned from these some of these shows when Nat wasn't here in case I talked about gypsies and things like that. Yeah, you just did it. Um, what <laughs> I will, what I will agree to, Brian. Okay. Yeah. Is if you do this and you sing along with your song as best you can, because I, pre- I pre- presume it was a while since you recorded it, so yeah. just as best you can. Yeah. You know, just just try and keep up with it. I will, uh, on my oath, for the rest of the show. Play nothing but erasure. All right, okay. But that is dependent on you performing EXO, your new single, for us <laughs> live along with the actual single playing. So it's uh, one of those things you've got to weigh up in it, mate. We've had this discussion already this week about whether you take a gamble or don't take a gamble. You've got to speculate to accumulate, you know. Well, yeah, but, but Barry doesn't there. see things that way at all. No, no, no. <laughs> I've long oh, since, I've, have I have long since maintained that Barry Dodds would have never have left Bullseye with a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it simply wouldn't. It simply wouldn't have happened. You know, he's tankered on his fucking mantelpiece right now, going, "I'm happy with that." <laughs> right. So Dodds. Uh, sorry, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do you want to do it and go for and have full erasure for the rest of the day, or do you want to bottle out now and never have erasure, or, or <laughs> have erasure but with me ruining it all day? Oh no, that's even worse. Yeah. Oh. Which do you want? Which do you want? I'm going to, have to put a clock on you here. Um. 
Well, I've got to, I've got to try, haven't I? Okay, brilliant. So here we go. Here with EXO, we have the actual single, and we have Brian Nash and Nash, because you know as Nash as well. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian Nash and Nash, Nash who's going to be singing along with his latest single, EXO. Ready? Yeah. Good luck. I'm going to take our mics out so it is literally just you. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay, you ready? My mic is going out right now. Consistently Three minutes sixteen to go. Oh god, you are joking. Oh, fuck it. Go on, ruin Erasure. I can't do it. I can't do it. Mate, you're doing really well. Just keep going. That's good. What are you doing? Just keep, just plug it. Make up your own lyrics. Come on, you're doing All really right. well. Feeling like going up a hill, running round and round, around, around you. And we can read <laughs> don't lose it mate you're genuinely on it keep going keep going you're doing really well X-O. oh XO 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 I'm struggling to even use music I'll turn it up hang on there we go XO Going faster all the time. XO, XO. No, 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 no. XO. Two minutes left. Two minutes left in the song. Two minutes. Oh, it's a long middle eight. XO. Guitar solo. Guitar solo. Guitar solo. Do the guitar solo. Just do it with your mouth. Keyboard solo, keyboard, keyboard solo. Drums, it's drum solo. Back in, vocals back in. Make it up, make it up. One minute, one minute. Running on my XOXO. Don't let your wife be a XOXO. And it finishes with a rap. Hey, yeah, bitch, come on. Yeah, XO.
Motherfucker. There 35 seconds left, mate. 35 seconds. Keep rapping. I don't know do any raps. Neither did Brian, but he put one in. Come on. Hang on. This hasn't got a rap in it. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you absolute bastard. What, what makes you, you do very, very well, mate? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. So you're, you're out of it now. Um, what what made you think I knew whether it had a rap in it or not? I've never heard the song before, mate. I've not had this on my iPod all day, looking forward to him coming in. <laughs> and by the way, Jacob, can we um, clip all of that? Send it to every PR company that ever contacts us and say, look, they have to turn up because <laughs> this, <laughs> this is what could genuinely happen. <laughs> he will not fuck about. Your single will now not chart because people think that Dodds is fucking singing all over it. And I use the word singing in the loosest possible sense of the word. Well. You did very yeah. well, mate. I liked your bit about rapping about the bitches and motherfuckers. That was great. Yeah. Yep, you did fantastic. I'm very, very, I'm very, I'm genuinely proud of you, and you've helped me out of a hole today. That is, I'm, I'm worried about this going out next week. What are you worried about? <laughs> Looking like a tit. What? You're worried that your life will continue in a normal way. <laughs> <laughs> you are reasonably normal, mate. You can't see Lena at the moment, but she—I tell you what, she's gonna, she's fucking running at that pace. <laughs> Overwhelmed. <laughs> she didn't know that you had hidden depths yeah, and hidden exactly. talents. That was a man of God, that was. That was a man of God, that was a man of the God. motherfucker and bitch bit. I mean. Did I get what did you say? Did you get the pictures? Did I get the pictures? Text and tea. I couldn't find the one with the police. That's on my Facebook, so I'll have to dig that out. Right. Um, <laughs> Devastating. But those ones that I found in Fort Wild, there's ones from inside and um, the sort of conference centre, ones underneath the pier. Right. I'm gonna have a what quick kind of hair did you have, Barry? Well, we'll find out right now. Slicked back. Slicked back. Slicked back with gel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Christ. There he is in the middle. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, leather please. jacket and everything, Barry. Oh, yeah, still, yeah. Wears, still wears a leather jacket, but he's bald now. <laughs> I remember you're bald um, Listen, Nasha, it's been a genuine pleasure speaking with you I really appreciate you giving up your time It's very, very kind of you um, And I'm going to play um, Chorus by Erasure at the moment Fantastic Okay, so, which one? Which I think is a wonderful song I think it's brilliant And, I, and I, I'm going to play every last bit of it without interrupting it Or taking the piss with it Okay, thank you okay, very much So it's, uh, it's coming on now um, Here we go Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on Sorry that's a bit gay that um, probably play something else just a bit, bit strongly gay that for me <laughs> you, you dare I know I do I know I know I absolutely dare <laughs> don't, don't, you, don't you stitch me up <laughs> just, I just felt that that was a bit gay whereas Frankie goes to Hollywood fair point cheers Nasha cheers say that I wouldn't speak over any of it then I did say that but it's, it's only a couple of seconds that was Erasure the wonderful band Erasure they're singing their song Chorus which I'm sure we all enjoy and uh, of course uh, we're going to be hearing more from Erasure as the show goes on the next one is going to be called Stop which they probably should off but um, it's, um, it's daring to call your band Erasure isn't it Erasure, Erasure. they're a big band though you, you've not heard of Erasure no. have you no 
But what, when they become like obsolete, isn't it like child? the ironic that they're called? <laughs> you picked this. How old are you? I'm 26. Okay. Well, my missus is 26. It, it, it honestly feels like I'm at home. I'm <laughs> trying to explain just Star chilling. Wars to a child. I've just been I've just been doing other things, you know. Skipping in fields. What do you and, know about? And <laughs> I went to university in Wales. They don't really do much there. Well, All you do is like kill seabirds and stuff. That's not true. <laughs> that's not what whales do. What, like, what films do you know? What films? Yeah. Oh, like Love Actually. That's great. That's a good one. What good films do you know? Children of Men. That's a good one. What, Come on. What bands do you like? Um, bands I like. Or you know singers? Who Lopia? No. No. See, we're just from different worlds. That's well, they sound dreadful. 1975. What? 1975. What about it? <laughs> Can't just say a <laughs> year and then hope, hope to relate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the band. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. Oh. Well, they okay. sound, they sound um, fabulous. <laughs> Jack Garrett, do you like him? Don't know who that no, is. No, see. That's okay. Randy Newman? Do you know Randy good. Newman? Do you know what um, we can meet on? We can meet on puns. No, we can't meet on puns. Oh, wow. um, you have turned up with a load of puns, and I'm vetoing this. Isn't Are it? you not? Why? Because why, I don't know. Why are you doing puns? <laughs> I just, um, I'd like your input. I really enjoy puns. Right, I'll, I'll, you, I think before you read them, I'll say now, they're I shit. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> There's my input. I feel like um, with popular references and stuff, we can't really meet anywhere. Do you know what I mean? But, they but, seem yeah, superficial. Yeah, but you, you don't then just jump to puns. <laughs> that, that your, your prep is you've brought a load of puns. And I can see your phone there. Oh, there's fucking hundreds of them. Why have you brought a load of puns in? I've been working on them recently. Are they your puns? Yeah. That you've written yourself? Yeah. Okay, give me one of them. So with, okay. So basically, the challenge, the, the, the game is called Elton Scone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you have to make up celebrity names and food together. I see. Some great examples, I feel. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Nigel Fromage. <laughs> Beyonce Flay. I saw that in your eyes. I saw in your eyes then where you actually thought, actually, this is shit, isn't it? Elvis Pretzel. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> Guacamole One. <laughs> don't know who that even. Re- I don't know Gok what the real. Juan. Oh, Gok- oh, so Gok one, you've gone to guacamole oh, one. Our, our favourite from the last from the last show, Cheddar Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not go there again. Go on. Radio bread. Come on, you've got to laugh at that one. Did you tell me? You, Doll um, Pilkington. You said you had a boyfriend, right? <laughs> yeah. None of this is adding up at the moment. Do, is, is he aware I'm of this? I'm probably a beard at this point. Yeah. Um, is he aware of this? Is he aware <laughs> no, of this? he doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. This so this could be the first so this time. This is he... the end of my sex life. Yeah, for a yeah, yeah. While. Well, well, no, the, 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 certainly the end of your relationship. Full stop. <laughs> Steak Windsor. <laughs> when were you going to tell him about this? When? At what point would you? Have I don't told think him we're ready this? for that. I introduced him to my parents before I showed him this list. Have you introduced him to your parents C- yet? Celine Dijon. Doesn't Come on, work. I just need to get one. What do you not like, Joy? <laughs> do I not like Joy? Joy. Um, well, no, I'm expecting that to then be a pun. Pear grills. No. I spent ages on these. Colin Fennell. Um, do, you, do you tweet these? I don't. Bowling for soup. They did it to themselves. Do you do this anywhere publicly other than here? Um, I occasionally bring it up when I'm drunk and then okay, try and no, get people no, yeah, to no, add no, more. I, I mean, in broadcasting, it's, it's so on your YouTube channel or on no, or no, no. Your this is just for you. I was saving the you best. Just, yeah, you just uh, so you've literally you've you've just <laughs> used my show. Look, at least I turned up. <laughs> so that's you know what I can't really argue with that at the moment, can I not? I'm here, aren't I? <clears throat> you know when I told you about uh, last week about my stroke? Yeah. Um, when we talk about the opticians, mm-hmm. there's something else I forgot to tell you. Where when I had, you know, the puffer test that you have with the opticians, a puffer test. Yeah, they blow a, a puff of air into your eye 
to oh, chest, yeah, no, to chest the pressure of your yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah. It's horrific. It's a yeah. horrible bit of it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I always dread it at the opticians. Yeah. Um, th- when I had my, when I did it, they had to do that to me twelve times. Why? Because my reactions, this is her words, were superhuman. No, no, no. (laughs) That I was, I was blinking too fast when they did Did it. Did she use the word superhuman? She she said, you have have superhuman reactions. And I I have got, I've got, no, no, not that one, not that one. Um, That was the girl that just did the test, the the, the optician, yeah, she said superhuman reactions. And my reflexes have been really strong all my life like really strong I'm reflexes I'm tempted to throw something at you know, to it, see, if you, see how a, you react a, 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 punch, video, you a punch has never landed on me <laughs> take over the show a punch has never landed on me no but I know you're doing it don't I um, now you've not got a pen I haven't got a pen um, how am I going to express my no, thoughts on I have paper? really fast reactions like really really fast reactions that's cool yeah yeah, I once nearly punched Dave Gorman in the face because he, cre- he crept up at me at a service station. <laughs> and um, and he w- he just crept up in the middle of the night, which mm. just happened to be at the same garage. Why did he do that? Well, because he didn't expect me to punch him in the face. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I turned around so fast and pulled back so fast. And he went, it's me, it's me, it's me! <laughs> like, immediately, because my reactions are, like, really, really yeah. fast. And I just felt, I felt so there was someone there. So if you're superhuman, why aren't yeah. you saving the world? I don't care about it. Um, so <laughs> that fair. so that happened as well. There, that was a really yeah. Twelve times they had to do that. So my That's reflexes so were were quicker than the machine. And the other thing I didn't say about when I had my blurry eye when I thought I'd had the stroke mm. is my the first thing I did because I had to pull the gig that I had that night because I couldn't drive. Yeah. So I pulled the gig. I was a bit pissed off. And I was like, I'm gonna watch Netflix for a bit. And With one eye. Well, no, that was the thing, is that <laughs> I didn't know whether Netflix just wasn't buffering right or not. You know, it's kind of, but, or whether it was, I was oh, just was seeing it blurry. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Like, I had to go, Joe, can you just come and look at this? And you went, what? I went, is that blurry or is it, is it actually blurry or is it my eye? <laughs> Because the internet's what? so shit. Oh, we, we've in, invented some entertainment for people like you. We call it the radio. Right. <laughs> it's great for people who've had strokes. I, you could have turned there, but no. You may be feeling Apparently. this yourself now, having done two shows in one day, but I'm sure you will now appreciate the last thing I want to go near <laughs> when I'm not here is the fucking radio. <laughs> I don't want to hear I don't want to hear it done well. Yeah. I don't want to hear it done like this. I don't want to hear, you just don't want to hear the radio any of it. full stop as well. Um, the other thing I want to ask you about as well mm-hmm. is I said as well quite a few times then, don't I? Uh, is uh, do you go gym? Do you do the uh, gym? No, not really. Swimming or anything? I have, like that? I have a little bit. There's, there's one at my work, you see. Okay. But then you tend to see work people, which isn't always advantageous. Yeah, hellish. I, I use a spa. There's a spa near me that I Ooh. use every day. It's really posh. Ooh. But it's very unused as a place. It's kind of out out the way. So it's normally empty and it's really enjoyable. I, I love it when it's empty. But there's a thing that I've noticed that I do when I swim, which is if there is one other person in the pool, like there's never more than one other person in the pool. That's mm. the most they'll ever be. Normally none. So you're paying for privacy, really? Well, pretty much, but it's it's not even that expensive. You know, honestly, it's like Mm. it's a brilliant deal that I've got going here, and I I won't tell anyone where it is because I don't want people going to it. But if there's one other person in the pool, I became aware of this yesterday. I I I can't not race them, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know if that's a common thing or not. You can't be like. No, honestly, I can't know. Cause I, I don't have I, a competitive bone in my body. I'm always like, you I, go. Oh, do you know what? I'll just, I'll hold on to the side. I don't I think, I don't think I have, but no. there's something, I, I don't know what it is. I is feel. It the silence? Because that's what I really hate about. No, I, I, the other thing I have is I wear earplugs when I swim oh. um, and I worry that I'm making a noise. I'm swimming like I, I wear them going <gasps> <laughs> like if I've ever heard myself yeah. I don't but I can't hear myself because I've got earplugs in so I, I often worry about that and I have to sort of concentrate my breathing to make sure but I do if there's someone else swimming 
and have to uh, beat uh, him round. And do you beat them? No, very rarely. No, that's the worst part. Very it's, rarely. It's caring that you win and then losing. That's the real bad combination. Sometimes I stop <laughs> and take my goggles off and, and pretend that they've steamed up. <laughs> oh, so, so, so that you can yeah, t- so, catch your breath. Yeah, it, it, but if they, no, not that. If, if they're beating me, I will sometimes just stop and go, oh, and make a big fuss about, oh, as if there's a problem <laughs> with goggles. And that's why I didn't win it. Do you think these other people notice that you're doing I it? Don't they don't probably they've got a clue. I had a, a, a near on fist fight the other week because there was a bloke in there. You have this a lot. There's a lot <coughs> of violent ha- aspects to your masculinity. Yeah, but, I, I, but I rarely have the actual fight. But it was the night before. they about the foreplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. They were having a wedding there. Mm. And I presume the guy who was in the pool was part of this wedding. Mm-hmm. I decided he was father of the bride. I don't know if that's true or not. But. Um, he was in the pool and he was doing front crawl and I could see underwater with my goggles it was a, it was a fucking tip what he was doing <laughs> as a stroke but it was making the water like a wave pool it was, it was <laughs> quite a small a pool I was really cross <laughs> I was like it's so antisocial what you're doing and I got really arsy about it and found myself like cursing him when I left I was like oh, do you know what I hope, he, I hope he's the father of the bride and I hope it fucking twats down tomorrow I hope it's pissing down here tomorrow and I hope she's really needy and really insecure and she cries all day because it's been raining and he's got to deal with that all day because of the way he's been a twat in this pool get proper angry about it and the other thing I get angry about as well yeah. is because it's a spa they will have people have spa days and stuff so sometimes yeah. they'll be like um, it's normally women as well. They're normally like about three or four women. Mm. It'll be saying, you're like, okay, so they're here for a spa day. They're having massages and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, and what I've noticed is, I presume they're having a day off from work. Yeah. I presume it's a, a relaxation, yeah, yeah. you know, that they're having time out of their mm. lives. They always sit and talk about work. <laughs> like, always. <laughs> like, every single time. You can hear them. And, and they talk really loudly as well, which I consider yeah. antisocial. Anywhere they happened on the train earlier on today, where people, there's some like, gang of lasses were shouting and drinking champagne. It was really annoying me. But um, yeah, at the we spa, are hilarious women. No, but I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> it's just the experiences that I've had. I'm not yeah, saying it's yeah, women, yeah. but it's um, at the spa so just, they, they always, always just sit and gas on about work. That's what I don't get. That's why people know about work in office and people are like, oh, should we go to the pub? And then they continue to talk about work that's after crazy, work hours. And I'm like, do you what? What's happening here? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, the, even, that's their only existence. Yeah, exactly. Whereas we've got, you know, other stuff going on. We're creatives. What, what would we chat about? <laughs> we've got expansive I mean, minds, w- w- like puns. Yeah, we're so expansive <laughs> that we don't even do the radio stuff on the radio. Yeah, Just don't, exactly. don't even bother. Yeah. No, 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 above that. We just do that beings. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what? We, we have got this sorted, I reckon. I reckon so. Um, I'm going to play some erasure now. Oh. Uh, I might is, forget it straight after. This is the song. I, Barry, if you're listening, I didn't insult them. I promised you I wouldn't. I didn't do it. Is that, that, that rubber was, or Eurasia? There you go. That's your that's your peer misses. That is slagging off your band. So you've got to decide what you're going to do under that peer now, aren't you? Erasure. Probably attack you Shit by the sound name. of him. Is <laughs> Erasure with stop, which is what Lena will be shouting under the peer. <laughs> that was the wonderful. Erasure there singing their song Stop, which I'm sure we all enjoyed. Uh, we're joined now on the phone by Tony Hannon. Tony, you there, man? How do you do? Hi, Tony. <laughs> You're right, man. How are you getting on? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, nice to speak to you again. And you too, man. Um, I'm here with uh, Lena. You haven't met Lena before. This is uh, Lena's co hosting with me on this show. All right, Tony. Hi, Lena. Hey. You all right? 
Yeah. I'm not too bad. She's had one guest hit on her already, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we well, also. I'm, I'm, far, I'm far too polite. I'm probably old. <laughs> well, well, do you know what? We also had uh, one of the people out of Frankie's Hollywood was meant to be on the show and he didn't, just didn't turn up. Oh, dear, mate. Yeah. yeah rejected. Uh, yeah, well. So, well, the one thing you say about me is I will always turn up. Yeah, you'll always turn up. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's always a good <laughs> thing. Whatever state he's in, he'll yeah. be there. Um, so, Tony, the reason I, I wanted to chat with you uh, was because you, you've written a load of books over the years. Yeah, I've done a few. Yeah. I even own some of them. Oh, good. Well, it's nice to have you read them. That's the thing. Um, I'm, I'm working through the one uh, about Northern Comedy. So that oh, mean yeah, you well, cracked the spine in the middle? So uh, it's, I've, not, I've not cracked the spine, <laughs> no, but do you know what? It's, it's a, that's some tome, that, isn't it? Yeah, it took me about five years to write that. Yeah, yeah it was uh, it was quite a hefty thing. Um, yeah, it really on is. On behalf of the committee. That's yeah, that's called. it. Yeah, behalf. Oh, of, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really really good, but it's uh, it's not the sort of thing you can read on the tube is it or anything an audio like that. Book, Tony. No, I, I quite like the idea of um, doing a, a bit of a follow-up or, or maybe just updating it a little bit and probably sneak you in at the end somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I, 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 you can do the voices. As long as you tell me wh- where I'll be snuck in. <laughs> <laughs> probably the epilogue, I would think. Yeah, so. but I, I don't have to sit through all that and, sp- and spend five years <laughs> reading it only to find out that I'm mentioned briefly at the end. <laughs> no, that's true. But epilogue, I did actually, in that one... Yeah. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you remember in that one I, I did actually mention right at the end Count Arthur Strong uh, um, and said that people should really get into this book because he's going to be big yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and this came out maybe about five years ago now I think the book um, and he's, he's coming big isn't he uh, like, really, I had lunch with Steve the other day who plays Count Arthur because yeah. um, I went down to see his show and we met up in the afternoon and uh, it's uh, it's Barmy it's Barmy yeah, and great, even, even at that show because he's always had a fan yeah. base but Seeing yeah, well, like it was quite... big up in Edinburgh, wasn't it? Yes, with yeah, and... yeah, yeah. And with the Radio Four thing, and obviously the TV show now, and it's like, yeah, he's got quite a following. But I tell you what, there were some dicks in that audience. Yeah, yeah. I felt that always happens with populist appeal, but he did a fantastic job on the stage. But you're well, late. Did... Go on. It certainly didn't happen in your audience. When was it last year when you were in Leeds, where I am now, by the way? Yeah, um... well, the, well, weren't enough of you. Weren't enough of you to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> You could have had a row with your missus and that would have, that would have, that would have kicked up. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. It was a great night. Thank you, man. Um, that was on my birthday as well, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yes, it was. And we all sang a happy birthday to you. I Did you? I think so, yeah. I seem to remember doing that. I don't normally sing in public, but I think I broke the rule that night. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. I don't, I don't, and and uh, now I don't recall it at all. What I do recall <laughs> is that a lot of people turned up with gifts and that I was outside the theatre and they were giving me gifts and other people were very confused. Well, that's well, there would be because it, you're in Yorkshire, and it, it, generosity is not something which sort of uh, comes very often well, in Yorkshire, is it? You, so? as, as a Yorkshireman, you're allowed to uh, <laughs> allowed that exactly, stereotype, yeah. but I, exactly. I, I obviously cannot pass comment on that. No, 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 no. no. Um, so, your latest <laughs> book's called Underdogs. Now, here's an, yeah. I, I often get like grief for talking about rugby league and stuff, and I don't care. Yeah. Um, in fact, I get grief from writing about rugby league um, in Forty Twenty magazine, which is the magazine you, you're an editor of, uh-huh. um, and I get grief for that um, from my own supporters. I get I get regularly given shit from Saints supporters for having the audacity of supporting Saints. Yeah, <laughs> has been happening this year. Um, mm-hmm. Had quite a round Twitter the other day as well, mate. I don't know if you saw it, but yeah, they they, they yes, round they they rounded on me again. <laughs> 
Do you know what happened? Saint Hi. supporters rounded on me because I said that they're the sort of people that do a witch hunt, and I was I, and I was sat at home just going, "This is exactly what I'm talking about." And I was like, "Witch hunt? We'll show you a righteous war." That really happened. Yeah. Do you retweet it? How do you react when people come at you? You're on Twitter like that. Um, if people are considered, do you send them emojis? No, no. If people are considered, if they if they just disagree with me but you know aren't rude, then I will happily engage. Mm. If someone's just being a dick, then I, I don't engage with it at all. Mm. Um, yeah. I just retweet it. I, 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 I did blank. that for a while, but it's you've grown out of it. Not so much grown out of it. It's just like I can't be asked with the hassle of it, you know. Yeah. But you know that sort of thing. But anyway, Underdogs is your latest book, Tony. Yeah, it is. Um, which is about Batley, Batley Rugby League Club. Yep, that's it. Well, that's the sort of base for it. Um, I mean, what, what to cut a long story short, what I did was I spent last year at Batley, who are one of the founding members of the rugby league yep. back in 1895, won the first ever Challenge Cup. Um, but basically, I haven't done really anything since then. Uh, no. Very much a lower league side, sort of West Yorkshire Mill Town, all that stuff. Um, and I've never had any money, and still really don't have much money. Um, but nevertheless, continue to battle away and, uh, and do the best. And I thought, well, I've always wanted to sort of write a book from the, I suppose you'd call it the, the grassroots end of sport, that yeah. type of thing. That, not necessarily rugby league, it could be football, it could be any sport, really. Um but, you know, rugby league's the game I know. It's the game I sort of, I've worked in for getting on quarter of a century now. So it made sense to, to, to do that. And, and Batley, as you know, last year, well, it couldn't have gone any better, really. Yeah, because good, on the it? pitch. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big story last year. They managed to get into the middle eight, as they're now known, and played against the Super League teams, which for them was a massive achievement, not just because of the glory, but also because of the money it brought into them all of a sudden. Yeah. The year before, they were on £30,000 from the governing body last year finishing third in the table as they did and then going into the, those uh, Super 8 middle eight earned them 400,000 yeah, so, that so, was the sort of so just to explain that, what happens in rugby league now is 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 the league at a certain point in the season the league splits. I'm I'm saying this as if I can explain it, but I'll, I'll give <laughs> it my, my best my best go of it. The league splits. So what happens is is the top teams in the top tier. Uh, so the top half of that, they they all play each other for the main prize, and then the, yep. what they call the middle eights is the bottom tier of the first league of the top league and the top tier of the next league down. So they have an opportunity oh. to be promoted. It's a yep. it's it's an innovative system. It may it's still yet salad. well, like it may it. still be flawed. We don't know yet. It's, but, it's very complex, and, and again, that's that's a little. I sort of go into that a little bit in the book, but I don't get bogged down in it because I think bore everybody stiff really. But but, yeah. what, but what it basically is is you've got two divisions of twelve. And it splits three ways into three divisions of eight. That's that's the way to think of it. Yeah. Um, and Batley, by finishing in the top four of the second division of twelve, earned a place in the middle eight. If you if you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. which for them was a it was a big thing. Um, this is why you're and, the editor, and I've just got a column. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that wasn't the full story because I wanted to sort of get behind the scenes, and, and the access they gave me was just phenomenal. I, I was absolutely everywhere. I was on the bench sometimes I was in the dressing room before games at half time when they all came trudging in after games I was on the team bus I was in directors meetings I was basically at Batley at form sometimes five times a week got to know everybody really well and, and basically just became like the fly on the wall so from a sporting perspective I'm not sure anybody's ever been given such access to yeah. um, and, and it's just brought out some brilliant stuff because amongst the many characters at Batley last year were John Keir, who people might have seen as a pundit on BBC television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. He's one of the main pundits. I, I've got all the time in the world for John Keir. I yeah. think John well, Keir it, is a, is it, a mean, fantastic ambassador of rugby league. Yeah, and such an inspirational figure as well. As yeah. You know, he's sort of 
won the Challenge Cup twice for a start. Um, done all sorts of stuff. But also Keegan Hurst was there last year, the captain, who yeah. was the first openly gay uh, English rugby league player. Who, he came out of the back end of 2015. Mm. So I thought that's going to be really interesting, following him through 2016. Because the, the popular sort of myth of rugby league is that it's a game for northern meatheads, basically. Yeah. So how, how would he be um, accepted or otherwise within the game not just on the terraces but also amongst opposition players and all that so there's that element to it as well and, how, uh, and how, how was that so how was that so from your um, position of being inside that the beast there how how was that how, how was his response you know because he because when I've seen Keegan sort of interviewed and stuff and I've seen him do little, little bits on TV and the rest of it he seems to be pretty sorted now you know he seems to be like yeah. he's um he, he he's got himself right, and he knows how it is, and he's and he's you know he's he's learning, but he's he's he appears to be doing well. But how what? Because I, I, from an outside perspective, as as outside as I can be, as someone as a supporter of the sport, it I was uh, pleasantly surprised that it didn't appear that there was any sort of kickback. Yeah, to, to, well, that's what, that's what was that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean there, there, there were bits and bobs. You know, there, there must was, have been. Yeah, well, there, yeah, there was clubs finding stuff. Do you have a chance in that? As I recall, that was right, isn't it? No, no that was that, that was uh, Gareth Thomas. Oh, of course it, it was. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, last year, I, I completely agree with you. That's what I sort of thought. Well, there's bound to be something at some point. Mm. Uh, and I think there was uh, a comment that I heard in the stand at Halifax. It was just about somebody shouted, "Where's your handbag?" or something. I think, right. Okay. Uh, and up that's in a good, uh, that's a good one. Got. yeah, re- really witty, you know. Yeah, yeah I'm going to um, use that one. And, <laughs> and my my friend John's here at the moment. My friend John, he's in the other room, and he's gay man. Hey, John, where's your yeah. handbag, mate? <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> That'll go down well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but up in uh, Workington, yeah, there were a bit of a similar sort of comment there, and they got told over the channel immediately to, that they don't want that sort of thing. And aside from those two things, which are two things too many. Um, yeah, there was nothing else all year. There was nothing there was else. There wasn't there a lad on Twitter that went a bit overboard and, he, and then everybody rounded on him. I'm sure there was, there was. one. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there yeah. was. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. So, so that's three things. Yeah, but, but that's but one generally, lad. <laughs> yeah, but generally speaking, um, you're right. I mean, Keegan himself's really mm. well. He's great, and in front of the camera, very, very at ease there. Uh, but the other thing about him is, he is. And I don't suppose it surprises in any way, really, but he is such a sort of alpha male in the dressing room yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, situation. And it, as you'll see when you read the book, hopefully, he's very um, inspirational. There's no other way of putting it. You, you would follow this man into battle, and there's, there's times when I'm in the dressing room before, I mean, I'm, I'm getting into my 50s now, early 50s, and I wanted to go out there with him. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. Got me worked up to such an extent that I actually wanted to go out there and join him. Well, but I mean, but I mean, first and foremost, and you know, I think this gets lost somewhere along the way occasionally when people talk about Keegan Hurst. He's, he's, he's a fucking really good player. He is a really like, good like player. He's, he's an right. ace player. Like he's, he's proper. He, he plays in the top tier now, and he's yeah, well, he's, yeah. he's a fantastic it, player, Keegan. That's right. He, he went with John Keir over to Wakefield. That's right. It, yeah. It, it's sort of taken him a little bit of time to get in this season, but he's in now, yeah. well and truly in. And playing quite well as well, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he's there long enough, they end up captaining him because he's that he's that sort of person. He's he's a you know an excellent sort of captaincy figure, I think. Yeah. The other thing that happened in Batley that year, which uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure is in the book as well, um, was the what went on with Joe Cox. Yeah. Well, that was it. I mean, it was a big year on the field from a, a sporting point of view and from a rugby league point of view. But this is why I'm. Sort of hoping that the book's going to go a bit wider than that market because 
um, off the field as well. There's some really interesting stories to tell about Batley. Where it is, it's in a place called Mount Pleasant, which is sort of high above the town centre. Um, and back in the day, Victorian times and more recently, it would have been very much a white working class area. Um, because let's face it, rugby league to begin with was a white working class sport. That's what it was, a northern sport in that way. Yeah. Um, nowadays, the, the stadium's sort of surrounded by the British South Asian community. Um, and so there's that aspect of it because you don't tend to see many South Asians actually at matches. So that's an aspect of the story that I was really interested in getting into anyway before uh, Brexit came along because that suddenly erupted as well, yeah. which um, obviously in Batley had a tragic outcome with, with Joe Cox and everything, who was... I have to say, a big sort of friend of the club as well. Is well, well the, the, the club were very vocal. I remember at the time that the club were very vocal and, the, and that they were very hugely supportive of the family and stuff. And that there was a, a real feeling with Batley that, um, that the, uh, as a club that is the epicenter of that community, mm-hmm. that that then threw a, a lot of focus onto them. That they and they excel themselves in in responding to that. I think so. I think so. And just, I mean, I actually went to the training on the night when Joe was murdered and um, the, just the mood in the place was just was devastated because she was a regular up there and, yeah. and she was a very influential figure, especially amongst the Battle Girls team. You know, she was a real sort of icon for them. They'd just made a first ever tour of Australia and Joe played a big part in getting that going. Um, so she was a member of the All Party Rugby League Committee, mm. Parliament as well. So you know, it, it was felt very, very uh, personally. It was taken very personally there. Yeah. Uh, and that the first home game, which happened to be against Dewsbury, which is always the big derby. It's called the Heavy Woolen Derby. Um, the heavy Woolen Derby. Derby. The Heavy Woolen Derby, because that was the big industry back in Victorian times. Yeah. yeah. The wool and all that. Um, and it was just a, a really sort of deeply moving day. You know, everybody on the pitch laying flowers and all this sort of thing and it, it, it was it was tragic but it also as you say it did show just how important to the town's identity uh, the sport of rugby league still is well well yeah well well how essential it is as well to have that you know center of operations there and how how essentially like like we talk about Batley and we talk about as, as you said before that they haven't been the most successful team over the years they had a fantastic season um that was long overdue they've got um big names within the rugby league community who have, have been attached to them both past and present um and it it there's, there's something quite you don't get too wet about it i guess but but there is something of, of only realizing what you've got and what you've always had when tragedy strikes in that way and and, and suddenly yeah. you, you get a reminder that uh, you know you don't need to be playing in the super league and you don't need to be playing in 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 whatever but you know they, they serve a purpose and they serve a very valid purpose within that community that's exactly the thing that's exactly why i wanted to write it not just from a rugby point of view but from a sort of grassroots community sports point of view as well. Yeah. And, and why in this sort of globalised age where money seems to rule everything, it's really nice, I think, to, to go to clubs. And we see it in the FA Cup, don't we, in soccer as well. Don't watch uh, it, you, mate. You, you, no, but you, well, anybody who does <laughs> would, know what, would know what I'm on about. But, you know, it, it's, it's where you suddenly realise what sport's actually about and, yeah. and people buying into it. And also, at a very practical level, they create players as well, places like that, as, yeah. as you'll know, because you've got the Gallic Wormsley, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. He's a battle lad. So, yeah. you know, it, it feeds into the bigger game as well. And and do, and do you know what? I, I think there's always a certain level of guilt in that as well. Like, we, we had a player called uh, A.D. Gardner for many years, who was a very fast winger. He was a decent enough player. Um, but he came from Barrow, 
uh, again, yeah. which is which is a an equivalent kind of club, really. You know, it's a smaller club in a in a more sort of in, in a town out of the way. Mm. And I and I feel it very much with Alex Walmsley now, who's just emerging as one of the best players that there's been in recent years. Like he, you know, he's, he's something else, Walmsley, when he's on form. And um, yeah, I, I always feel as a supporter of a bigger club. So I cause I support Saints and and who are who would still be considered just about a bigger club. Um, but I, th- th- I always feel a little bit of guilt sometimes. You know, when you like when, you're when, absorbing them. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Community like genuinely. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're. Because how well, did you come to support them? That's where I'm from. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the, that's all. You're it, not glory supporting. No, no, no. <laughs> no, so, no yeah, if yeah. if I if I'd been yeah. you know, if I brought up in Batley, I'd be supporting Batley. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. well, the same thing applies, though, doesn't it? I mean, rugby league is St Helens, isn't it? If you're in St Helens, then. Yeah. Everybody, whether they go or they don't go, they take an interest in our saying to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it does feel like you—you uh, you, you don't want to pilfer their talent, but at the same time, you don't want to hinder that player. So Keegan Hurst, we spoke about, yeah. who's, who's now at Wakefield, is—you is just sort of go, well, he could have stayed at Batley, and he could have been a star at Batley. He already was a star at Batley, and he could have, you know. Champion them and led them into battle and continue to do that, but you don't want to hamper the player. No, because because Batley aren't yes, going to win, and you know they're not going to win the Super League anytime soon. It's, it's just simply no, not going to happen. That, in, in a way, though, that's that's just the way of the world, isn't it? If, yeah, if you've got so, any sort so. of talent, where, where you start out is where you first come to um, to public attention, I suppose. And then yeah. anybody with any ambition really wants to go as high as they can possibly get. So yeah, it's the same in rugby league as in any other sport in that context. I think. But again, going back to what we were saying, it's that thing, isn't it? Like players come and go, and coaches come and go, and that's it. But the the club remains a constant, and the fact that they have remained a constant. I mean, we've had a huge issue in rugby league with clubs going into liquidation in recent years and losing a lot of money and falling out of the top tier and stuff. You know, like Bradford Bulls, I know you sport, and you know that the, 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 those hearts of community in some cases are being ripped out a little bit. Yeah. Um, Although they, you know, generally speaking, they they will galvanise at some point and you know reassess their position or they'll be promoted again or what you know whatever the situation is. But I think there's quite a philosophical aspect there. If we talk about Batley, Batley specifically, where you go, well, Keegan's gone, Keir's gone, you know, but people come and go. But that I guess that that was a reminder last year that yeah. that that club remains whoever's playing for them. That's right. Like yeah, no player's bigger than the club. Is that that old adage? Isn't that, it? That's it. And a couple of the themes in there, as I've sort of hinted already, one's money. Yeah. Um, and the other's time because it's time do, it just it does seem to go in circles you know things what goes around comes around and all that and it changes with the season so that sort of metaphor of the year with all different seasons coming in and different weather and all this sort of fed into it as well yeah um, it's it's a book that has an ending in a lot of ways but in a lot of ways it doesn't you know it's it's, it's all going to start again you yeah, know? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's finished but it's all going around again and um, so it, it works on that level as well, but it's also, as I've got to say, on a very practical level for anybody who's uh, running a sort of lower division sports club in any sport. I have to say, the way Batley do their business is really quite canny. They don't spend anything they haven't got. The chairman, uh, Kevin Nicholas, you're going to love. I can tell you now, he's it's like an old style sort of northern working men's club comic. Okay, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of not quite as. On PC as that might suggest, right, although okay. it's strange to those areas. Okay, that. not quite. We'll but, accept not quite. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there are, he has his moments. Put it that way. 
But he's, he's very funny on the one hand, but also extremely astute on the other. Yeah. Uh, in the way that he marshals the club's resources, and it, it's just it's just really interesting. And we've not even mentioned Batley Variety Club yet. No, no, which no. Al- which al- also went out of business last year. While while I was there, it should, well, it was already changed in name to the Frontier, but you know, one year before its fiftieth birthday, yeah, the place actually that. closed down last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, 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 I was—I I can't remember when I found out you were, had even written this, and I think it might have been when it was published that I found out. You know, I, I, I hadn't realised you were writing it, but it's—I uh, I personally don't know where you find the time because I know that you, <laughs> when, when you edit forty twenty and stuff, and I've—I've I've seen you're up close and personal when it's coming to deadline. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, when's my deadline, by the way? Um, you've got about another week. Okay, you're, you're out for about another seven days. What do you, yeah. is there anything you want me to write about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Pat, you can write about underdogs if you want. But, um, well, I, I was gonna—I no. was gonna write. I was, honestly was gonna write about the video ref because I'll tell you—I'll tell you yeah. for why. Because in that match uh, last week, the unfortunate match that we, that Saints were involved in, or three weeks ago, yeah. it'll be now when this goes out. Um, I I was astounded that the BBC had the video ref mic'd up, and I heard the video ref say three times, "That ball is on the line. That ball is on the line," and then they didn't give the try. Yeah, and I thought it's that amazing, was staggering. But you, I always feel at risk of repeating myself if you keep going about the video ref. But well, I have to tell you, honestly, in last year was I didn't hardly see any Super League last year uh, because I was spending so much time in the Championship at Batley, which is the level below, um, and I enjoyed it so much Did, more. I've yeah, got to tell yeah, you, and, and a say. big reason for that is because you, you didn't. I mean, in cup games they might have the video screen there, and they certainly had it in the middle eight, but. Before all that, through the run of the season, you didn't have it, and so a try was a try, and that was the end of it. If the referees gave it, he gave it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed that. That was, it was refreshing. It was like getting back to the roots of sport, really, and stripping away all the sort of modern paraphernalia and just getting back to the, the raw blood and guts of it all, if you know what I mean. Well, I actually feel like, Tony, like speaking to you now, you, you appear to have gone m- more Yorkshire. <laughs> it, you, you, Possibly, yeah. You, yeah, you, you sound more Yorkshire. You sound more <laughs> like you've been in the deepest heart of it, and you suddenly you've, you've proper come out of there. Yeah, well, that's flat cap and you might be right. I mean, I am pretty Yorkshire. I was born in Bradford. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, they don't come much more Yorkshire than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, did, it has infected me. There's no question about it. Before I went to Batley, I didn't go there because they were my club. As you say, I grew up watching Bradford. Yeah. Um, but I just felt that there's something about them. They have a bit of a reputation for being very welcoming and a, and a genuine family club where yeah, everybody yeah. seems to be related to each other. Um, and so that's that's what took me there. But having got there, it just got into my blood. And I think and I've, I've had you know really positive reports already of this book, and and everybody sort of says you read it and you just fall in love with that club. Yeah. And the, the book that sort of prompted me to to write it. I don't know if you've heard of Friday Night Lights. Have you ever come across yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about American football, college football That's in right, Texas, yeah. um, and it, it, I wanted to do that sort of thing, but with rugby league. Okay. Uh, so that's what that's what I've tried to do with it. Really, it's not. I don't want anybody to think of it as being just like a dry account of the season and you know game to game to game. It, it's not that. It's there's more to it than that. I think once you get into it, you'll see you'll see what I'm getting at. It's about character, and it's in a way. It's, I suppose a bit novelistic. That's what I've tried to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, honestly, man, it sounds amazing. I'm it's genuinely proud of you, man, with it because it seems like a a, a a a really worthwhile project, and particularly the things that happened that were out of your control that year. Yeah. Um, 
just struck lucky there. I couldn't couldn't have predicted any of that really. Yeah, well, but, well, well, um, well, yeah, but it's sort of um, it's kind of the, the, rather than struck lucky. The, the, the stars kind of align, don't they? So you can right, you yeah. can present a better account or a, a far more focused account of what you would have presented anyway. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it sounds fantastic, man. And, and you know, I wish you all the best with it. I'm, I'm sure that it will break out beyond the rugby league community. This because it, it, the, the the way you're talking about it is ha- is what I expected it to be. That's what that's what I thought that it was actually almost irrelevant. It was rugby league. It is. You know, you know it is. I, mean? I mean, and it is also a good sort of um, the story itself. Leaving aside how I've dealt with it, is a great David and Goliath tale yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. quite rocky you know it's a little guy sort of winning through and all that so yeah totally it's got that element to it as well it's uh, it'd make it, it would actually make a great sort of TV I suppose reality type documentary yeah, so, um, so someone, yeah, someone's getting ahead of himself <laughs> no I'm, I'm not saying it tell you what it'd be it'd, be it'd be a brilliant multi-million pound Hollywood film yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd go with that I'd yeah and, and I win all the Oscars for it that would be what yeah. would be brilliant and, I, and I'd volunteer to play the kit man or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, just, totally. yeah, Mate, yeah. take the lead. You, you could pull off Keegan Hurst, <laughs> oh, for want of a better phrase. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, actually. I think that's probably the one role that <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. be uh, any good for. Well, Keegan could play himself because he's a good-looking lad, that bloke. It, yeah, you, nev- you never know. It might well do. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a stunner. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, it's yeah. called Underdogs by Tony Hannon. It's uh, uh, about Keegan Hurst, Batley and a year in the life of rugby league town but uh, as you've heard in the interview it's so much more than that as well uh, man all, all the best with it and i'll um i'll try and i'll try and get to you get back to you like before deadline exactly deadline <laughs> yeah thanks Ian. yeah much appreciated yeah, man. i'll do i'll do my very best for you thank you for joining us today okay. tony appreciate it man. okay cheers lena thank Bye, you Tony. she's still here Bye. she's listening i am here no, i've been learning St- oh, bo- oh boys talking it's very it. different from quidditch isn't it boys yeah, it is different <laughs> from quidditch yes exactly that yeah it's a bit it is a bit different from quidditch although that did also make a very good film didn't it <laughs> <laughs> cinematic i don't know that i, I don't know yeah, that i, can I definitely really think learn. that rugby could benefit from being in the air that's my yeah, only thing I, I can't really relate this new this like it's, it's really ambitious this, this ambitious Tony Hannon <laughs> that appears to come out of the out it won't last work. long don't worry alright right, 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 right. I'll cross you down cheers Tony alright cheers Tony cheers bye Hey, that was uh, the band Erasure with a uh, uh, song A Little Respect the famous song that they uh... speaking of rugby league one year this team called Hulk AR kind of adopted that as their Mm-hmm. Unofficial anthem that's been sung, and Andy Bell from Erasure, the singer from Erasure, went down to Hull KR and sang in because the crowd kept singing a little respect. And uh, and in that year, they were beaten by a record score of fifty nil in the Challenge Cup. <laughs> even though they released a little respect as a single beforehand, and I I maintain now wow. that the only person that still owns that single is Barry Dodds because he's not a rugby league supporter <laughs> at all. Fair. None of their fans will still have that single because they'll consider it a bad memory. And the year after, they were relegated. He's so got their money. So. The curse of Erasure strikes strikes again. There, Barry strikes again but no we've thoroughly we all enjoyed that in the in the studio so we've got uh, about sort of seven maybe seven minutes six seven minutes left of the show and uh we should we're just going to start wrapping up now you're going for dinner i believe i'm going out for dinner yeah with your boyfriend no 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 if my friend leaves just me. on your own yeah 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 no, my, me, me and my multiple on, personalities dinner all on your own <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is what are you going to i've got so many thoughts i'm thinking to go to pizza union have you ever been there it's no. near king's cross you get a fiver for pizza oh, Zizzy yesterday. Ooh, a Zizzy. Yeah, don't That's like, proper posh really that like is. No. Is it posh? I think it's posh. I didn't See like people it. sitting in the window eating risotto and I'm just like shaking my head. Right. Like, no. Well, we went to it because my missus has recently decided to go full on vegan. Oh. Um, but they have I a mean, vegan menu at Zizzy apparently. 
that's cool. But you have to Why ask. Is it cool? you, you have no. to ask for it. You've got to ask for the menu. Oh. And the lady came over, mm. and she said, "It's a little bit crazy because somebody rolled it up." And we were like, "Have you got one? Is there any one?" Um, Why did they roll it up to hit somebody over the head know, with I, it? I with their, with their principles. Honestly, I live with one, but I don't know how Here's vegans work. Here's my thing about veganism. Yeah, like, yeah. Why all the time? Like, why? Why all I mean, the time? Why? Why? I understand, but I'm also like, like, imagine if I all of my habits became my identity. Like, yeah. do you have to do it? I mean, I understand, but you know when people are like, right, I've just switched now. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Her, I like, think I'm, it, I'm just. Not- I think it's come about in Joe because, mm. like, quite really quite straightforward is that uh, because we live in the countryside, mm. we have like in of a morning in our gardens, <laughs> gardens. Mm. <laughs> It's like fucking a scene from Snow White. In my paddock. Yeah, no, but it is. There's deers and shit, and there's like, yeah, it's, it's really sort yeah. of like that. And so you're up close and personal with wild animals a lot. And I th- I felt it a little bit where I was like, oh, because we have pheasants a lot. They're knocking about quite a lot. And I quite, oh, I like pheasant, but I wouldn't eat it now because I see them like Did regularly. You see them? Yeah. Um, and Joe goes for walks and she goes and she's made friends with some cows, um, mm. genuinely. And. Uh, I, I think it's it's as simple as that. Is, is yeah. she just gonna? I don't, I don't want these animals affected in any way, shape, or form for my food. Fair. So I get so you know. Just cut it out I, I get completely. It. I, yeah, see, yeah, my yeah. stance on it is right. I would happily kill an animal with my bare hands. Same, that I've would done. be fine. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be exactly. Have you really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. I'm from a family of master butchers. You're cooler so. than I thought you yeah, were. And I've also got I've got this little thing at the moment, and I, I can't work out if it's a sexual thrill or not. I've got this idea about putting a cat in a bag and throwing it against the wall. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> It's been this, a, this escalated it's been fast. An, it's been an ongoing thing. It's been an ongoing thing. <laughs> Would you eat it afterwards? Though? No, just want to kill well, no, it. No, I'm not. In, no, no, I just want to kill no, it. You've lost me again. It's um, and, and it's, and it's specifically, <laughs> ba- specifically Barry's cat. Okay. Because Barry was saying about he was on the phone to me one day talking about it's his Barry cat being from Creature Comforts. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> he was talking to me about <laughs> his, his, his cat being a pain in the arse and all this sort of thing. And I said you should put it in a bag and throw it against the wall. <laughs> and since then, I've thought about little but. <laughs> How would you kill I, a cat? You know How would you kill a cat? I wouldn't ki- No, you've got to. Humanely. Is, no, no, listen. Like, proper hell This is the scenario. It's been on this show before. I'm bringing okay. it back for now, okay? How would I kill a cat? Here's what the situation is. The cat, you're stranded on a desert island. It's you and a cat, okay? Yeah. You've found out that the cat is carrying a virus that will kill not only you, but the rest of the human race. Oh. It, it, it will destroy okay. the world, okay? okay? It's cute. It's beautiful looking. It's a little kitteny thing. It's really, yeah. really sweet. However... It will do that unless you kill it. I'd go for long distance. I don't like... I like things okay, to be it, at arm's length. So maybe a bow and arrow. You're on a desert island. I can make a bow and arrow. Out of what? Out of stones. Again, I should emphasise them. Out and I don't it think could I'm, be a Welsh beach. Don't think I'm making it's this really up as I go slate. along. No, this mm-hmm. is, this is the, how what the beach is like. Okay. It's like you see in cartoons. It's like yeah. a, little, a little mound in the sea with one palm tree. <laughs> That's what it is. And you're on there. With, <laughs> no I, I've not just invented that. That is honestly what the terms of war has been. All you've got with you yeah. is a bag. That's all you've got. Oh, There's dear. a bag and a palm tree, and a, and a lethal cat, a potentially lethal cat. That you might choose to not kill it. You might choose. You know, do you know what? Fuck it. I don't let think let I'm it. strong enough if I put it against. I don't want. I want it to be dead, dead. Yeah. Not just it's like because otherwise, you know it'll, I mean? otherwise it will destroy the human race. Yeah. So how would you kill it? It'd have to be fast. I'd have to snap its neck or something. Snap its neck with your yeah. bare hands. <laughs> So talk me through it. What would you do? So you, you get the cat. This is going to be a great soundbite. It won't go near the water, obviously, because cats are afraid of water. So you, you can catch oh, it easy. So you can catch it easy. But just, I want you to picture it. Close your eyes. I if think you, I just close your eyes if you want. Think about it. 
That's it. Close your eyes. Are you trying to make me a vegan? Is this no, like no, 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 not at all. no, not at all. No, I, 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 I'm not a vegan. Cats. I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. Barry claims to be a vegetarian, but I am certainly still having Burger King. <laughs> but that's another matter entirely. So go on. So picture it. Close your eyes. That's it. Now imagine it. So you, you picture. I've, I've told you what the island's like. What colour's the cat? It's, it's tortoiseshell grey. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, beautiful. That's it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Big eyes. Big innocent eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's going to destroy the world. So what do you do? Talk us through it. Keep your eyes closed and talk us through it. <laughs> Um, I think I would um, Don't think it Live it now <laughs> Live it Live the experience Cut the plastic now. bag Down the seams Around the side it's Right. Not so it just, it's not plastic so What bag. kind of bag is it? It's like a Morslin bag It's like Cloth Cloth bag it's Like a potato sack oh. <laughs> Close your eyes <laughs> I don't like this I'm not going to do anything You don't have to keep Looking is away Is anybody else on my island? No it's just you Just you and the cat No one will see you do it let yourself go if you want. <laughs> okay, I, I just have to hang it. I'd, I'd have to hang it because that's with, fast, with isn't what? it? With what? With the bag. With sand. I can get the threads from the bag and make it into a rope. Okay. Slowly, yeah. and then um, then I will hang it because that is okay. the so, fastest way. So talk, way. talk us through it. Tell us what you would do. So you've, so got, you've got the bag. Slowly unpick as yeah. it was sleeping. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want him to see me do it. It's, it, it's moving its paws as it sleeps. It's having a dream about running. Aww. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. <laughs> And it's, 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 it's doing those what I call deep purrs. It's like like that. You can hear it. it's reverberating through the sand. <laughs> so you're unpicking all the yeah, yeah. I'm picking all the, the threads from yeah. the bag, and then, then um, you creep up on I'd it. slowly. Obviously, I'd Google how to do it, but yeah. I'd um, you can't Google it. <laughs> I'd I'd call on the ancestors to um, show me how to yeah. make a rope yeah. out of some fibres, yeah. and then I would uh, shimmy up. <laughs> the farm, the farm tree. Yeah. Because I'm assuming like food, right? Well, there's bananas on the tray. Yeah. And ah, oh, okay. So then I'd be, I'd waggle a banana at it until it followed me up the tree. Yeah. And then. The best way to attract a cat, isn't it? Yeah. And then I'd sing waggle, it. Waggle I'd a perhaps banana. sing it something from the sound of music. Right. Very softly, almost ASMR style, yeah, really yeah. close to it, and then I'd just like <laughs> flick it off the side. Yeah. Doesn't realise it's been noosed at this point. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds like. It's a slow. These are a few of my favourite things. Oh, yeah, that's taunting it in a way. It's yeah. a slow, painful death as this cat. I'll have gone crazy by that point, though, on the yeah. island, so it won't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, and literally, just as it's last. As it moves its leg for the last time, a boat turns up with a. And, it's got, uh, somebody and you're on it. Yeah, because I've got, I've got a, Going... a, a, a humane needle that we could have just sent it off with, but. So awful that you, you couldn't wait to kill it. You couldn't wait to kill the cat. Yeah. Uh, listen, Sarah Mice coming up. Lena, thank you for joining us. No Appreciate cars, that. We've no had a nice time, haven't we? Always a pleasure, never a chore. And you got to have a little sleep during the rugby chat, so that was all right, wasn't it? <laughs> I did not. You had a rest. And now you can, oh, and now you can, mean, wa- I mean, now you can wake up again now and go and have your pizza. So that'd be lovely. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sarah Mice coming up. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.